up, you guys? I'm Maya. And I'm Brooke. And, and this, this is Saw Identity. Identity. What's up, you guys? We are so excited and so blessed that you have joined in with us today to get filled for the week and spread positivity. So with that being said, let's jump into our purpose statement. Heck yes, we love our purpose statement every single week. Absolutely. And it is to build up broken people and show the light to the ones lost in darkness. So good, every single time. <laughs> but you guys know the drill. We, we sit here and we talk to you guys a little bit in the beginning of just our testimony and, and who we are and we we go out and we listen to other people's testimony and we kind of share so that way you guys have a feel of what's going on in the world and how God is working in other people's lives and, and what's going on but this week I really wanted to share a personal story something happened to me this week and I just I felt it on my heart because I know a lot of us sometimes get into the situation where we don't listen we don't listen until it's too late and so the other day I was playing volleyball and we Brooke and I on Wednesday we had a life group and we're mm -hmm. constantly going we're always on the move we're just we're killing it we never sit down we never rest we're just always going and there was someone that had asked me he was like one of my friends he was like hey you should probably chill out like you keep going and you keep going but you need to relax and to me I was like no like I know who I am like you're not gonna tell me what to do and so I know that I was so like, yeah, I was like literally <laughs> killing it. I was like, no, like I am Maya Jade. Like you do not tell oh. me what to do. <laughs> well, literally, I should have listened because God literally was using him to tell me to chill out because I wasn't listening to God. Yeah. So I went on Wednesday to go play volleyball and I ended up pulling my back muscle. And now I was sitting there and I was like, wow, like I am literally in bed. I was in bed for two whole days. I was taking muscle relaxers. I was trying to get back as fast as possible. I was trying to stretch. I was trying to do everything I possibly could to get back going. And then there was something that I was telling Brooke. I was like, I'm just so frustrated. And she's like, think about it this way. God was trying to tell you to slow down and to rest and to just be silent and be still. But you're over here, just keep going and keep going and keep going. So God was like, this is the only way that I can get to you. Like, behave. Like, get your life under control and relax. And so now I've taken two days, full days, of just being on my couch. I know that that is crazy. Like, just <laughs> sitting down and being on my couch. But it was totally worth it because now today that we are recording, I just feel like a whole brand new person. And I feel like I'm ready to conquer this next week and especially serve tomorrow in church. So I just wanted to encourage you guys, listen to God and don't be like me and be like, well, I know who I am. Don't. Don't take what I did and be like, no, like I'm Maya Jade. Like I do not need you to tell me what to do. Like sometimes God is using other people to get to you mm -hmm. because you're not already listening to him. So exactly. just remember that. So. Exactly. And it's, it's not like I was saying that God gave Maya pain um, for her to sit, but honestly, there's nothing that anybody could have done. Even somebody of her, like one of her friends tried to tell her to sit down and relax but God literally was like, I'm going to have to give you some back pain. I'm going to have to give you something for you to sit down and yeah. listen, for you to actually just relax. And um, it was pretty cool to witness it and yeah. see it. But um, And now that she noticed, like, oh, my gosh, I need to sit back more. I need to have more quiet time. I need to focus my mind on God more instead of my priorities. So yeah. make sure you are understanding what your priority, like what you're prioritizing and um, have a fine balance of life and God and not just all life and trying to go 100% with really just good. life. So uh, 
to start off this amazing episode, which we are super, super excited about, which we're excited about every episode, but this one is extremely special. Um, it is Get Off the Waiting List. Yes. And we have a special, Woo! special, special, special guest with us tonight, or today. And are you guys ready to figure out who it is? <laughs> I get nervous. Okay, we got drum roll, drum roll. Okay, we have the one and only Kate Allison with oh, us today. Yes. I'm so excited to be here, you guys. <laughs> Kate is one of our best friends. She is full of wisdom. She is... I'm, she drives us to closer to Jesus, drives us with knowledge, and she is the leader of our life group. We've talked about our life group um, a handful of times, and she leads us. She leads like 20, 30 people in this life group, and she, she, I don't know. She, it's just I get lost of words yeah. because when you get around her, her smile radiates. Her presence just makes everything She's change. She's so pure she in gives, everything. Yes, and she gives the best hugs. And oh, yes. honestly, <laughs> she will be very blunt with you at the, at the same time. It's it's stuff that you don't want to hear, but it's stuff that you need to hear. So I with that being all. said, Kate, <laughs> would you like to just like introduce yourself a little bit? Yeah, so y'all are so sweet. First of all, you have some of the best people ever on this podcast. Um, and when they came to me and they said they were super excited to start this, I could tell immediately that it was totally through the Lord and that everything they were going to do was going to honor God. And so it's really, oh it's been really gosh. cool to see that kind of flourish and God bless this with them. Um, but with that, my name's Kate. Um, like they said, I get, I'm fortunate enough to lead this life group uh, with some really close friends of mine, mm-hmm. and we have a lot of fun. Yeah, um, I met them through our church, Church Unlimited, which has been the biggest blessing because oh, yes. really these has. two girls are literally lights. So if you've never <laughs> actually met them, I encourage you to actually go to one of their little coffee meetups or something because they're going to change your life. They're pretty amazing. Oh, oh my god! You give me chills every time you talk. <laughs> I love y'all. <laughs> okay, but so we're going to dive in deep. We're going to ask some questions because Kate has a beautiful testimony and yep. how much you want to talk about it, how little you want to talk about it. We just know that you're going to be able to speak to so many girls and guys about the life that you have been in and the trials and errors that you have gone through. The first question that we have for Kate is, how has God impacted your life? Wow, that's a really good question. Um, I actually think that I want to start off with a story. So when I was younger, I was in fourth grade. Mm -hmm. Um, My mom was diagnosed with stage four cancer. um, Mm -hmm. And every single doctor that we saw told us she was not going to make it. And I remember being in fourth grade and just being like, I was, first of all, I was a new Christian. I had just recently given my life to Christ with my mom and my sister, just by the fireplace in the home I grew up in. And it was such a sweet moment. And so I was kind of on fire. I mean, I know I was in fourth grade, but like, I was excited. This was something new, Mm -hmm. you know, like Jesus was in me, you Mm -hmm. know? Yeah. And I remember when I found out about my mom, I remember being so mad at God, um, which is Honestly, healthy, y'all, he would rather you come to him mad than not come at all. So just remember that. that, um, Because, y'all, I was so mad. I was mad. I was sad. I mean, it's literally as mad as you can be in fourth grade. But I remember coming to God and just honestly yelling at him. I was just really hurt and Mm -hmm. frustrated that he would even consider taking my mom from me. I was in fourth grade. Like, I had Mm -hmm. a whole life to live. Yeah. And I had this whole conversation with him where I was just yelling and I was mad and upset and then I was crying and I was overwhelmed. And I just said, God, why? And I remember about the next week, my mom sat up in bed one day and looked at my dad and said, Ron, it's gone. 
And he was like, okay, okay, let's go, you know, let's go to the hospital, let's go check it out, you mm-hmm. know. And sure enough, y'all, the tumor had completely vanished. Wow. Um, That's and I will never forget that. First of all, being a new Christian, second of all, being fourth grade, like witnessing a miracle like that so early on, I think is what really set me up for this life that I get to live for God. Mm-hmm. Um, and y'all, this might sound bad, but like I firmly believe. And I hate that my mom went through that, but because my mom went through that, I have the relationship with God that I have now, and it's so much easier for me to see Him in things because I'm more open to it. Especially since, like, that's a huge miracle. Like, that doesn't yeah. happen every day, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I don't know. I I see God everywhere I go now, and like, that's amazing. I'm gonna talk about this more later. But my entire move to Corpus, like. God's hand was in everything coming here and all that he promised me, he's already given me. And mm-hmm. so I just, I just yeah, I see God really everywhere. And y'all, if you have eyes to see, you'll see. You just have to be open and willing to see it. Ooh, wow. really oh my gosh, that was, that was really beautiful. good. Um, but just out of curiosity, when you're making your transitions to where God has led you, mm-hmm. has there been times where the devil has stepped in and was like, no, like, I don't want you going here. And you kind of, like, either second-guessed it or was like, was there ever a time, like, the devil literally was like, you can just tell the devil is trying to take you away from the path that God has for you? Yeah, actually, so let me tell you a story. So when I uh, was given the job here to move to Corpus Christi, Mm -hmm. I remember... First of all, being really excited because this is kind of an opening and exactly what I felt the Lord put on my heart a few years back that he had planned for me. And so it was kind of surreal that it was happening, you know, Um, and I was really excited. And then I immediately got scared like it just switched. And that's not like me. I don't normally get scared of things like this or Mm -hmm. overwhelmed. But I remember being like immediately overcome with like, why would they choose me? I'm not good enough for this job. Like, how can I pick up my life and move to a new city, barely knowing anyone? Like, there's no way, God, like, this is too crazy, which doesn't sound like me. And so immediately, one of my best friends at the time sat me down and said, Kate, (laughs) you're being ridiculous. One, you're letting, like, the devil impact the good things that are about to come. Mm. Um, and she said, and two, if you don't go, you're going to rob so many people of the opportunity to step up into leadership here that wouldn't have that if you stayed Yeah. and take over like the roles that you used to do. And I remember feeling so convicted in that moment, thinking, how in the world was I just about to let God, or I mean, whoa, pardon me. Mm-hmm. Let, the, like, yeah. let the devil. devil. Yeah, yeah, literally. Yeah. Let the devil take something like this, this yeah. big blessing away from me. Um, yeah, it, and it, it's so crazy how, like, your friend literally said, like, you know, you would be into a leadership position, but if you don't go, like, you may never see, and I just, like, look at that, and I'm like, if you did not take that crazy and outrageous step to, like, move down here, we would have never met you. Never. Yeah. And it's, like, just how grateful we are, and it's, like, such a blessing that, like, your friend in that moment like she was like this is this is what you're called to do so do it yeah it's like we're so grateful yeah Yeah, that like you actually took that that step and now we get a relationship with Mm -hmm. you and you have been literally one of the greatest blessings that has ever came into broken ice life i I agree i agree and honestly it just goes to show from the testimony you had at the beginning it's you people get placed in your life for god to show you for god to speak through them to tell you what to do and yeah, everything leads to the point of 
going to where God has for you. But you look back and you're like, oh my gosh, this person said this, this person mm-hmm. said that. And um, you had faith and you had the drive to keep going. And I mean, thank goodness for that friend, honestly. <laughs> A huge blessing for that. Also, I wanted to add something about this because uh-huh. that whole transition, y'all, was one just so cool. Um, but when I first was approached for this job and, you know, thought about it, prayed about it mm-hmm. and like committed to it. I remember a conversation I had with God where I said, God, I finally have a community here in San Antonio that I have been longing for. And you're going to pick me up and move me to a brand new city where I'm not going to know anyone. And mm-hmm. I'm not going to have this community. Like I love the community that I have and the believers that I'm surrounded with. Yeah. And I don't want to give it up. And I remember God smacked me in the face literally and said, you have no idea the community I have prepared for you. Wow. This is a glimpse. And wow. which was literally like, yeah, yeah y'all, I oh had, I shed many, many, many tears about it because leaving those people were some, literally was some of the hardest things that I've yeah. ever had to do. Um, and when I first came here, this was how Satan got to me and made me feel like I wasn't good enough. I didn't have very many friends. I was really lonely. Um, And y'all, literally, the day I moved here, or the day before I was supposed to start my job, I tested positive with COVID. And so I was quarantined for two weeks in a city Mm. I know no one. Or I knew no one, pardon me. And so it was really funny how Satan was like, really, he was really trying. Yeah, he was... He was just trying to get me to feel like I wasn't good enough for this job. I shouldn't be here. I know nobody. Why Why am I so stupid for moving here, yeah. you know? Um, and being here just over a year now, oh. I have a community oh. that... Y'all, the community I had in San Antonio was amazing. But the community that I have here is just like a whole new level. And the people... I have so many more people in my life that I literally never expected. And the, so... Okay. It's like yeah. It's like literally, I which I don't really know how to explain that. It. Yeah. Actually, moves into like my next question, which is how have you stepped out of your comfort zone within the past year? Mm-hmm. Because I think there, I know that Brooke and I just from meeting you, we have seen you grow, uh-huh. and I want you to explain to everybody what Brooke and I see on a daily basis because your heart is so big for others around you. I like love it, y'all. it really <laughs> is so big. And that actually goes off the question that I have next for you, which ties into kind of what you were talking about is how have you stepped out of your comfort zone within the past year of like being here and especially like moving down here and and everything. And I, I know that Brooke and I have seen you grow and step out of your comfort zone, but we want to hear like it in your perspective and how it's made you feel Mm -hmm. and to our audience. So definitely moving to Corpus, y'all. I'm probably going to mention it a couple times because it's probably one of the scariest things that I've ever done. Um, <laughs> Absolutely. Honestly, picking up in your life and completely putting it in a new city where you don't really know anyone can be scary. But if you have that confirmation from the Lord, it's you'll have the peace from God that you need to do mm-hmm. something like that. Um, and I actually wanted to talk about confirmation a little bit. When mm-hmm. you have like a huge decision or something's going on, I'm a firm believer um, in threes. And number three is like a super holy number. Um, and so when I am asking God to confirm something in my life on a new job or yeah. like moving to a new city, I'm super like, I, I ask God <laughs> to be super like in my face about what it is. And so I ask him to show and confirm it in three things. And y'all, I literally say, God, I literally need you to be as obvious with me as you can so I can really see what you're doing and what you're trying to tell me. Mm-hmm. Like, be as obvious. And this is what I always say to people is like the fish in Nemo when they're like the blinking arrow trying to t- oh. tell them where to go. Like, I need you to be that obvious. Literally that yeah. obvious with me. Yeah. 
Um, and he did. He gave me confirmation of threes and how I was supposed to move to Corpus and in so many other things. And so one of the biggest things that has impacted my life since I've been here that was really me stepping out of my comfort zone because mm-hmm. I was kind of nervous to do it. Um, I was approached and asked to start leading a life group. And <gasps> if y'all don't know what a life group is, I know we probably they, they talk about it all the time, maybe, but... Um, it's basically like a Bible study. Like you do life with these people. Um, you come and you talk about the service and the sermon from the weekend. And in our life group, yeah. we also like to go through the Bible. So we'd like read a chapter and kind of talk about like what came out and what stood out to us, mm-hmm. um, which is super important to be doing every week and to be in the Word. Um, but I was approached to start this life group and I had led one in San Antonio. It was an all girls life group and it was really just a lot of fun. Um, but I was asked to lead a co like a co-ed one and that was kind of scary. I've never really <laughs> led guys like that before. <laughs> and so, um, I remember thinking about it and I think I prayed about it for like a good while, like, <laughs> a long time. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I was just so nervous and I didn't really know if God was calling me to that or if I was supposed to help raise up someone else and hand it off. You know what I mean? And so I remember just really wrestling with him like, God, I don't think that I have time for this, first of all, because I was still kind of new in Corpus and in my job. But like, second of all, I didn't really think that I was called to do it, which if that's a thought you're having, then you're absolutely called to do it. God does not call the qualified. He qualifies the called. And so if you are really feeling like God is telling you to do something and he's really put it on your heart, like that's God telling you something and you need to stop and you need to listen and you figure out what he's saying. And so I did, I, you know, was obedient and it took me a little bit longer than I would have liked, but I was obedient and I started this life group and y'all it's exploded and we have so many people there and we have so much fun every single Wednesday. Um, it's definitely a highlight of my week. And honestly, again, like I didn't think that I was going to be able to lead men or honestly, even people who are so much older than me. Like we have people all the way up into their 40s that come to our group Um, and that's kind of intimidating sometimes but spiritually like God has given me the strength to be able to lead them and that has grown me immensely and this life group really just blesses my life and so I'm just so glad that I was obedient in the moment and I got to meet these two amazing women right here and just get to lead them. I think that's just amazing just because it's like I know that someone said this the other day but they were like, do you ever feel like you're not, like, equipped enough or you're not old enough to, like, lead, mm-hmm. like, and, and explain to someone who Jesus is? And But Jesus started spreading the gospel at the age of 12. Yeah, mm, that's like, so good. Maya. Like, I was, I was, was just blown away. Like, we're so worried about, like, what people are going to think of us because of our age, because maybe they might be a, a whole, like, decade, decade older than yeah. we are. But guess what? Jesus literally started at the age of 12. Like, yeah. that's just amazing. So, like, with and, that being, yeah, yeah it was he, just... I mean, Jesus got spat on. He literally, like, bent, he, everyone yeah. talked bad about him, and he didn't stop. And yeah. that's yeah. how we have to be is... Mm-hmm not forceful but we know Jesus we know he like just everything he has done and to be that for somebody to have that knowledge and speak about it and no care like if someone came in to the room yeah. and was like all right who's a Christian raise your hand and they just shoot you if you're a Christian like you gotta be I mean we're at that level of like yeah. knowing our religion and knowing that no matter what you say is it's your opinion, but yeah. we know we have the word. We have read the Bible. We have scripture. Like that's what we go by. Absolutely, yeah. I love, my, that. I love that you said that earlier. Um, and kind of going off what you said, I love that the gospel. It literally says in the Bible to come towards Christianity with like a childlike faith. Like it's so oh. simple. 
that children can understand it. That we make it so complicated, but it literally is so simple that we can literally just tell somebody face to face who Jesus is yeah. and what he did for you. Like it's not supposed to be complicated. No. So I love that. That's so good. <sighs> that I uh, just oh, it was just amazing. I'm glad that we have we can explain that to you guys because I didn't even realize cuz sometimes no. I feel insecure mm-hmm. trying to explain the gospel to someone because maybe they might be older than me or mm-hmm. or maybe I'm just accepting the no already. And it's like, I just need to relax and take a step back because Jesus was preaching to literally so many people that were so much older than mm-hmm. him. And look at look at how Christianity has spread since then. So it's yeah. just amazing to see that. Um, but And your yes and your obedience is literally someone's eternity. So you say no is keeping someone's eternity from them. So I love yes. that. So, That's so, so good. good. Okay, so I kind of have a deep question. I don't okay, know I'm ready. <laughs> how deep, I don't know how deep it's going to go, but have you ever felt like you said you go by the three mm-hmm. signs, right? Confirmation. Confirmations. Okay. Has there ever been a time where you've gotten three signs or if you still didn't have the three signs, but you kept waiting and waiting, but God was telling you, go, get out, like mm-hmm. move on. Were you ever just in a waiting season that you would not... Like, you just you just couldn't move. You just didn't want to go yet because you weren't ready. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, this is going to be a little bit of a deep question. <laughs> um, I was living in Waco at the time, and I went to Baylor, sick and bears. I love it all. Oh, um, and I kind of drifted from God. It, it was like a year, a year and a half, and of living a lifestyle that... I knew I wasn't supposed to be living, um, and there was just a moment, and something happened with a good friend of mine, and I just remember y'all feeling like literally so overwhelmed, and that was not the place for me, but I didn't know where to go. So the question I have is for you is kind of deep. It's um, <laughs> I'm just kind of curious to see what you go through, because Christians go through so much trial and errors, um, and you just hold yourself to a height high point you know you you smile all the time but we always have struggles that we go through and so the question I have is a waiting list okay have you ever been through seasons in life where God has told you leave get out and you told me that you're you had that three confirmations Mm -hmm. confirmation of threes and um did you get those confirmations or did you actually hear his voice as like get out but you were like no I'm not ready I'm, I'm not ready to go yet Okay, this is a deep question, Um, (laughs) and I am excited to share this with you guys. So, I used to live in Waco, Mm -hmm. Waco, Texas. I went to the greatest university in the world, (laughs) Baylor University, A, Sick Sick and Bears. (laughs) Um, But there was a season where I stepped away from Baylor, and I was still in Waco, and it was about a year, a year and a half, Um, and when I first stepped into the season, I heard God say, this is not where I want you, get out. And I remember deliberately saying, no, I like it, I'm comfortable. Sin is fun. <laughs> and y'all, yeah. when you're living a life full of sin, like, it's going to be way it's, more fun. Yeah, it is. It's, it's more fun. And the Bible is going to convict you of things, um, but you're going to live to a higher standard when you're not that way. Um, and so I legitimately remember telling God, no, I like where I'm at. This is fun. And it was about six months later, same thing happened again. God was like, Kate, my child, what are you doing? Get out. And I deliberately said no. And I regret every second that I did. And so fast forward, a year goes by. God said, Kate, my child, get out. I need you somewhere else. Why won't you listen to me? And I said no. 
for the last time and that was three and that was it <laughs> um, I firmly believe in threes and so a few months after that um, I went through something that could have been I could have avoided basically yeah. um, some traumatic thing that happened to me and it was a big old wake-up call y'all and when I say traumatic I mean every aspect of my life shifted and mm -hmm. I did not have the friends that I had anymore they turned their backs on me like oh, wow. even like where I was going like with church and like literally every aspect my job my school it was like Kate get out like and if you can't see it then that that's the big the freaking that's fish flag, literally right? the fisher like making yeah. an arrow Kate get out of here get out of here like yeah. in Nemo God was like I need you to get out and yeah. so I remember having a conversation with God on the floor of my bedroom laying on the ground weeping as loud wow. as that I could and I remember very clearly saying, God, I don't know where you want me, but wherever it is, just make it super obvious. And not even a minute later, y'all, goosebump moment. I'm I not even kidding. Already not even a minute later, um, the director of a Christian camp I used to work at and grew up at <laughs> called me and said, Kate, wow. we need we need help. We've had this many people call out. It was on a Friday <laughs> and camp started that Sunday. She said, is there any way you could get here? And I said, I'll be there. I'm leaving right now. I packed up my entire apartment and left that day. And was like, God, this is where you want me. Thank you for being super obvious. And instead of just staying for the summer, I stayed for a year and a half, you know? So it's crazy how God will just pull you out, especially when things are just so hard. He literally all yanked me out of Waco and threw me in Livingston, Texas to work at Camp Choye. And... I grew so much in that time, in that season, and did like a gap year program with them and learned so much about the Bible and theology. Wow. Like that was a firm foundation part, like a pivotal part for me. Um, and so wow. it was the threes, like he told me three times and I still didn't, I still disobeyed. And so he said, well, I'm just going to eat you out and put you where I want you. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> and I'm so grateful wow. that he did because it was a time where I realigned my life yeah. on the calling that he told me when I was in high school that I was going to go into ministry and I got to work in camp ministry and it, y'all, it, it changed my whole way that of life. So That's beautiful. amazing. It did, yeah. It, I mean, there Dude. is times where I, I tell God no. Like, I'm like, nope, not today. It's like, quit saying no and just say yeah. yes. Like, I'm, he's trying to show us something, but we mm -hmm. just get so stoned. We're like, I'm fine right now. Like, yeah. it's okay. Girl, just stop talking and go. Like, yeah, but, you, but you had a moment like that too when God said, No, Brooke, I want you in Corpus as yep. well. And mm -hmm. you said yes. Uh huh. I did. I literally was accepted into the KU Respiratory Therapist Program in Missouri and um, went to church camp, knew one person, walked out knowing 12 fully amazing Christians. And on the plane ride back home, I called KU. I said, I'm not coming, I'm not being in the program anymore. And then I called Delmar. I said, do you guys have any openings for class? And they're like, yes. And <laughs> I love it. I got in, and yeah, that's how I landed The rest is history. Y'all, yeah. when God really wants you somewhere, he's going to make everything work to get everything. you there. Even, Every even if thing. you question, he's like, just give me, just trust me. Trust he, me. Even when you say no, like yeah. when I did, he said, I said no, and no, and no. He said, stop saying no. I'm going to move I'm gonna you. I'm going to put you yeah. somewhere. Or you can do it the easy way and be like, Brooke. Or she says, <laughs> yes, immediately. And look at her life. <laughs> hey, I mean, I made mistakes, so don't do it. <laughs> Oh, man. But it's like, <laughs> it, it's like feeding off of that. It's like, I know that a lot of people wait to open their Bible because maybe something has happened in their past that they're kind of ashamed of and, and they don't really feel like talking about it. But mm -hmm. I just feel like 
there's there's a turning point of you need to open your Bible. So how, because you're someone that we look up to about reading your Bible every single being day. Being consistent. Being, yeah, there you go, being consistent. So how would you stay consistent in reading the Bible every day? Yeah. That's a good question. Um, I also first just want to start by saying I do I do fail. I don't read my Bible every single day. I wish that I would, and I wish that I could. Um, But nobody's perfect, and we're not all going to be held to such high standards. And so don't be discouraged on the days that you don't, because that just means that you're going to do it the next day. And you'll get into it the next day. Um, But some of my absolute favorite things to help hold me accountable to reading my Bible every day, the first one is the Bible app. Y'all, if y'all don't have the Bible app, oh, oh, so good. Download it right now. It's called Bi- the Bible. The Bible app. Yeah. That's the it. version Bible app. <laughs> I mean, yes. it's amazing. It's amazing. Um, it will even notify you to read your Bible every day. Yep. Um, which, I don't know how you can make it even more simple than that. Yeah. Um, it'll notify you about a verse of the day. So if you just need one little, like, pick me up and you don't have time to get into the Word, it gives you a verse you don't, even have, notification to open, you don't even have to open the app. It's uh-huh. right there on your notification. Yes. It's amazing. And so I would say use the version Bible app because it has it in literally almost every single um, version yeah. of the Bible now these days, mm-hmm. I believe. Insane. It's mm-hmm. insane. So whatever you want to look for, it's there. Um, another way that I love to do it is through the Bible app. I do devotions with friends. Y'all, accountability is key. If you oh, really want to start a habit, sorry. you really want to change something and like maybe read your Bible every day. They have devotions that are every single day that you can do with friends who hold you accountable. Y'all, I don't know about you, but when I feel like I am letting someone down, I freak out a little bit. Like, I want to have that accountability, and I want to be a strong leader for them, and I want to be able to lead them and for them to to hold you accountable. Accountability is key, especially when you're starting something new. So my biggest advice would be get the Bible app, get a devotional started with friends, and really let that holds you accountable. Um, and then my last thing about that would probably be something that really changed my life. When I was in college, I heard one of my professors say it. And she said, y'all, if you really are struggling with reading the Bible, like every single room in my house has a Bible on the desk. Oh. And not just on the desk, but oh. open. Because you're more inclined to read a book that's already open than a book oh. that's closed on your desk. Okay. And so, I didn't even think about it that way. Yeah, and so now I leave a Bible open on my nightstand. So when I get down there, like I get on my bed, like I am more inclined right to read it instead of getting on social media. And that's... I'm more inclined to go into God's Word than watch a movie or watch yeah. TV. Like it just makes it more, like so much easier. I don't yeah. know. It's something psychologically, I've never but. thought that. Yeah. Like about that. Because I know that there is a lot of times that we just, I mean, I'm guilty of it too. Yeah, we don't read it every single day. We don't. We're not just perfect in in that aspect. And I know a lot of people think that just because, you know, we do a podcast or we do a life group or that we don't fall short. But you guys, we we are human. We're human and and we're going to fall short. So you're you're not alone in what you're going through. And I know that maybe you may feel alone, but you're never alone because Jesus is right there waiting for you. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, So I, uh, we, my and I are always so curious to ask this question, but what is your favorite like, Bible verse that you go by or you just absolutely just love and it fills you It's like you a up? broad question, but like w- there's always got to be that one verse yep. that just sticks with you. I got it. <laughs> it's oh, like, good. Um, it's not one verse. It's a small passage, but it is what I live by. And it's my life verse, basically. It's James 1, 2 through 6, and it says, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds. Not anybody else, you. 
because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. And then it says, if any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God who gives it to all who ask. Um, without finding fault and it will be given to you for when you ask you must believe and not doubt because the one who doubts is like the waves of the sea blown and tossed by the wind I know that was a mouthful but that's literally what I live by um and wow isn't that a good verse that, that is, is a great right verse to live Very by good yeah verse. Oh, talking about perseverance and being tested by your faith as a Christian that's literally going to happen that everywhere we go Every yeah and if you want more wisdom and you want wow. to grow in who God says you are it, any of you lacks wisdom, ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault. Like, That's you are made amazing. perfect in his image. And so, James 1, 2 through 6, hands down. And I just want to know, Kate wrote that without looking at it. So, I know for a fact you live by that every mm. single day. And that's who she is. Like, she wants to strive to do better. She wants to strive more knowledge. And she's a leader. She wants to be able to lead people in the right directions that God wants her to lead. And the fact that you, we all go through trials, Kate doesn't show it. <laughs> she's very hard to show she'll like hide it behind hide it behind it's like mm-hmm. hey um you're not smiling as much or like yep. you you just can tell a little bit and then she'll finally like open up and it's just so cool that that is really who you are like that bible verse just surrounds you and we know that that's how you live by with life and it's also like kate kate yes she hides it but she does it because she wants she doesn't want her her struggles to go off on anybody else she's always been that person that puts people before herself mm-hmm. and she will make you feel welcome before she puts any mm-hmm. type of hardship on anybody or even makes them feel unwanted like no that's not who Kate is she is literally the most amazing human ever oh. and just so, oh just I being around her. her and in her presence is just I can't it's indescribable and it's like it's such an amazing feeling so I encourage you whether you are in the Corpus Christi area please somehow you have got to meet Kate she's oh, just I a love blessing her. you do you truly do such a blessing you really really do oh, 100% I love it but you guys are so sweet to me <laughs> <laughs> I'm just being truthful <laughs> but now I know this is also a very broad question yeah. but who inspires you mm. and know that's just it's like such a weird question of like, like wow, like obviously they did something in their life to inspire you, so who would that person be? Yeah, so this is a fun question because I have three answers for you. Hey, I love you. I can't just say one, but there's three. Um, there's definitely my mom, y'all. Yes. I was very blessed with the mom that God chose for me oh. because she is a warrior. She's a trooper. Um going like having cancer stage four and still having the faith to believe that God could cure her so she could be in my life like when things come and like trials come in my family my mom taught me to stand strong and to believe in what God says to be true and to turn to God first and so I would hands down say my mom inspires me and she still does to this day (laughs) because she's a phenomenal leader and she leads so many women she's a national sales director with Mary Kay Mary Kay go buy their product (laughs) (laughs) we love them Uh, grew up pink here but she leads so many women all over the nation and it has always inspired me to be the leader that I am so I could be like my mom she just made it easy I grew up with it it's like a normal in my family yeah that's such an amazing thing especially having a parent that and I know, like, even your dad is special to your heart, but oh, yeah. having parents that will support you in absolutely anything. But push you at the same yeah. time. They yeah. see a drive. They they don't, mm-hmm. they're like, oh, just relax. No, they like, come on, you got this. Like, yeah. And you're but following you're, their you're footsteps. You're yep. literally following their footsteps. That's amazing. That's neat. Yeah. That's neat. So definitely that. My mom and my dad, y'all, super grateful ah, for them. That's amazing. Um, <laughs> but also, 
we need accountability. I know we've talked about that yes. a little bit. Um, and it is very important to have people in your life that are also your age who inspire you and mm-hmm. just, like push you to be better. And for me, that's my literal best friend. Her name is Deja. Deja. We Ooh. love Deja here. Um, she inspires so me to be a better person every single day and mm. she literally lives across the hall from me in the apartment across the <laughs> hall and so whenever I'm going through something I can just knock on her door and be like Deja I did something stupid can we talk about it or I need your help can you help me I'm trying to find something or figure something out or I just need your advice like Deja is the friend that I go to and no matter what I bring to her she's never gonna look at me like any differently any differently yeah she's just gonna look at That's me like amazing. she loves me can, um, first can we talk about how you and Deja met, and, like, did Deja just move next door to y'all because you were <laughs> friends, or, like, or what? Okay, so this is actually really cool. Um, when I moved to Corpus, uh-huh. I knew a couple of people, one being my roommate, Allie, and Allie and I moved into this apartment complex, mm-hmm. and one day, Allie was walking down the stairs, and Deja said, Allie? Because Deja lives across the hall. Didn't know that, okay? No prior knowledge moving in did we know she was there. And Deja also works at Church Unlimited, okay, where I work. She also works at Broadcast, where I work, okay? Let me just lay that out there. And (laughs) Allie was like, oh my gosh, we just moved in. She's like, who's we? She said, Kate Allison. She just moved here from San Antonio. Deja said, the blonde girl? I was like, the blonde girl. That's me. (laughs) And um, so I had no idea Deja lived there. I didn't really know who she was. I didn't know she worked at Broadcast. Mm -hmm. And one day I was at our young adult thing, which is Devo, and... I saw Deja, she said, oh my gosh, like I didn't realize you moved in right across the hall from me, that's so cool. And on a whim, because I really needed friends, I said, (laughs) yeah, I'm actually going to the beach in the morning with my dog, would you like to join us? And Deja said, I think, actually I would love to. And so we went to the beach not really knowing each other, and I was really nervous, but you know, I'm super extroverted, so it doesn't bother me (laughs) to ask somebody to randomly go with me somewhere. And we went and found out we had so much in common, y'all. And she's my ride or die now. Like, it is so cool to look back and see that God handpicked my best friend to live across the hall from me. Like, how in what world would that happen if it wasn't with God's hands, you know? Yeah, what's the odds that you guys are planted, like, in the same same city, at the same church, and right across the hallway from each other? Literally, she lives (laughs) ten steps from me. That should be, like, a whole movie on it. Honestly. I think, we're gonna, I think we're creating something right now. <laughs> uh, I think we are. I think we are. Um, but I have one more person yes. who's inspired me. Sorry. I have a long list. Just, that's okay. And, we love it. And that's okay because you need some solid role models. People who have wisdom and are older than you and people who are the same age that you can walk through life with. Um, and I actually think one of the most inspiring people to me was my youth minister from 6th to 12th grade. Her name's mm-hmm. Debbie Foley. Um, when I lived in Sugarland, Texas, which is right outside of Houston. And she... First of all, I'd never really seen a woman in ministry before, and Mm -hmm. so I thought that was super cool to be blessed enough to have a girl youth pastor. Like, that was so rare back in that time. mm -hmm. Um, And Debbie came when I was in sixth grade, and she stayed literally all the way through with me until I was in 12th grade and I graduated. And she challenged me, y'all, when I didn't think that I could do the things that she was doing. That's how how you know it was all God, because I remember being in eighth grade and... I had built a really great relationship with her, um, and she just stopped me one day and said, why are you not on the worship team? Like, what are you doing? You know, we know, we all know you can sing. Like, we all know you're musically inclined and play so many instruments. Like, you need to do these things. Like, why aren't you? 
And I didn't have an answer for her. I think I was just shy. And I mm-hmm. remember being like, you know what, Debbie? Like, you're absolutely right. And I did it. And I joined the team. And I was terrified. <laughs> but because she saw that in me, it grew me to be, like, one of the lead worship leaders. Wow. I don't know. Yep. And and it wasn't just that. Like, when I read James 1, 2 through 6, y'all, she told us in her Bible study one time, because she did one with my specific grade of girls. Mm-hmm. And she said, I want you all to go find a passage that just speaks to who you are. Y'all, I was in ninth grade at the time. And she said, I want you to go find a Bible passage. Make it more than one, so it's a little bit more challenging, and I want you to memorize it. And I want you to bring it back and recite it to everybody, which I just did for you guys, James 1, 2 through 6. And because of Debbie, I found the means of what I base my life off of and like Mm -hmm. what I build my life on um and also a little tip for y'all if you're intimidated by memorizing scripture and you don't think that you can do that like me being a musical mind I have such a musical mind I literally made it into a song and so every time I say it to somebody I'm singing it in my brain and saying it out loud because Mm. it's so much easier for us to remember songs like you learn a new song what once a week yeah so without even knowing it and so if you put music to scripture like it can be so bad and so cheesy but it can be what you need um putting music behind it can really just make it you remember it yep yep Every time I say that, I sing it in my head and I speak it out loud. Literally. That's so cool. That is, it's so cool. cool. That's so, clever. I love, 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 love Debbie, and I'm grateful for the impact she had on my life and really showing me what it looks like to be a woman of God in ministry. Um, and that you can do that. You can do whatever God calls you to do, being a woman or a man. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Um, my one last question I have for you is if you can go back and give yourself, like your 18-year-old self, one piece of advice, um, <laughs> either something that you've done or something, just one advice, what would it be? <laughs> I love this question. <laughs> um, actually, I think that I would tell myself that it's okay to have high standards. Ooh, um, okay. Whether that's in relationships mm-hmm. with like guys or whether that's in friendships, like it's okay to have high standards because I remember when I was in high school even like on the friend side of things I wanted to be friends with everybody no matter what it took and I wanted everyone to like me and I just wanted to be known as the girl that everyone loved and I didn't have those super solid friends Mm -hmm. until I was in college because I didn't have high enough standards for myself and so on a relationship side Mm -hmm. a friendship side like having high standards can really really impact you um and on a like a relationship side now I know like my dad raised me with high standards but they've only gotten even higher since I have gone through things and like little things like when a guy opens your door for you or Mm -hmm. a guy walks you to your car like something small like that like that's a high enough standard but the big things are also like when a guy prays with you like that's huge and that is huge and one of um the best things that I've ever done with like my past boyfriends was like we would call each other and pray every night before we went to sleep and Mm. he would pray over me sometimes or we would pray together like prayer having a relationship completely in prayer is so important and so that is one of the highest standards of them all first of all they have to love Jesus okay um (laughs) yeah but they have to be willing to pray with me and like actually grow with me and lead me and so having high standards in a relationship and in your friendships y'all is key um you can still be friends with a lot of people you can still love a lot of people 
but that inner circle of friends and I know y'all talked about this before yes Yes. but that inner circle of friends y'all like two or three hand-picked people with high standards they've met them like you know that they're really there for you Mm -hmm. is so important Mm -hmm. like so important and I can't stress that enough having high standards I think that was just an amazing like what you what everything you just said right there is because like I know all of us you know we are single and you kind of we're all different ages at this point and it's like you you're waiting but your standards are so high and it's like I know that people have told Brooke and I like your standards are so high like don't don't you got to lower your standards and you're not gonna find anyone yeah we hear that all that time but Kate just reassured like it's okay to have high standards like that yeah you're supposed to and don't settle for someone that is not of your standards so and it's not god's best for you yeah oh that's good yeah Yeah. god's best for you literally having high standards just gets you to what god's best is for you and if you compromise on those things that's not god's best for you and that is not what he wants for you that's amazing Mm -hmm. that is beautiful exactly Mm -hmm. we don't want to wrap this up but is there anything that you have to say to our listeners just a piece of advice or just honestly something that is laying on your heart right now that you just want to speak upon for them yeah actually yeah y'all I don't know where you're at right now what you're going through how you're feeling emotionally mentally but I want you to know that you are made in God's image and you are exactly who you're supposed to be and if there's something that you've been wanting to do you just been waiting and waiting and waiting on God to do it I want you to just do it I want to be here mm-hmm. to encourage you to just go for it. If there's something he's laid on your heart, if there's something you've been meaning to do or start or just grow yeah. in, mm-hmm. do it. Today is a day. Start mm-hmm. it right now because you are amazing the way that you are. And you are so loved. Y'all, literally the Bible says to love your neighbor as yourself. Like you are loved and loved and loved and it is time to give that to someone else. And so whatever it is on your heart, I just want to challenge you to start it today. And that's literally what we've been talking about. Yeah. What are you waiting on? What are you waiting on? There's literally nothing to wait for. What are you waiting for? Mm-hmm. Ah, that's a great way to just Goodness gracious. wrap up things. That was just such a beautiful ending. And I'm just so blessed that we have gotten this opportunity to have Kate on the show and just her just pour out to you guys and pour out to us even more. Yeah. And it's <laughs> just really? amazing. She's such a blessing and just her smile, you guys, it's just so heartwarming warming, and we are just so truly blessed with her. So, And I know this is not how we always do things, but I really just feel called by God to pray us out. I literally was about to say that. Oh my so, gosh. Like, I was, if, yeah, that's I love amazing. That. Um, we would love you Would you to love to that. pray? I would love to pray. Okay. okay you yeah, if you are driving, guys, just drive just and listen. pray. But <laughs> with your eyes open. Yeah, don't close your eyes. Yep. So let's let's do this. Let's pray. Um, Dear Heavenly Father, God, I just thank you so much for this day, God, and this day that we get to live and that every single one of us has woken up today, God, that we can hear this podcast and be encouraged by your word and what you say, God, and what you say about us, that we are beautiful, we are made in your image, and we can conquer this world, God, like we can do it with you on our side. Um, I want to thank you so much just for this podcast and these two amazing girls and just the love and the desire to spread your name and your kingdom to so many people that you've given them, God. Um, I pray that they would just know how loved that they are, God, and what they're doing is really, truly making an impact, Father. Um, I thank you for this 
um, platform and the means that they have to reach other people for you, God, because it's really working and it's really reaching people. And that is so exciting. Yeah. It is so cool to see God through every single thing that is going on with this podcast through Soul Identity, God. Um, I just want to pray a blessing over this listener. Whoever is listening right now, God, I pray that you would just bless their week, God. Give mm-hmm. them yeah. an amazing week full of strength and peace, God, your supernatural peace. If you ask for it, we ask for it, we know that we can get it, God. Yeah, and so I ask for your peace right now, whatever they're going through, that you would just give them a supernatural peace to get through this week, God, and to bless this week for them, God. I thank you that they have found this podcast and that they get to be here today and just listen to what you said through us, God, your Holy Spirit. Um, and so I am just super grateful for these people, mm-hmm. for this podcast for this life that we get to live i say it all the time but we get to live this life because you chose it for us god Mm -hmm. and so i just pray all these things over every single person in this room every single person listening god that you would just pour out your blessings over all of us father we love you so much and it's in your son's precious name i pray amen amen that was just amazing kate and i just am so truly blessed with you and just you like just being you you are truly so amazing but That is it for this episode, you guys. We are so glad that you have joined in and listened to this amazing this amazing episode in word and we hope that you guys go out this week yes, and remember to strong. smile you guys mm-hmm. do Always, not ever yes, yes. Uh, fall, fall short of that you guys but we love you guys so and much. we will see you see guys, guys next, next week, week. bye guys <laughs> <laughs>